Hi, this is Heidi and welcome to Prompt Health Podcast, where each and every week we chat with health experts in medical, holistic, allied health and wellness as they share their wisdom. We believe everyone's journey in health and wellness should be personalized for them, as one size does not fit all. This journey to the healthier you can begin right now. Welcome back to another episode of Prompt Health Podcast and thank you for listening today. First of all, it's Father's Day, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Hope you're getting to spend time with your kids and getting spoiled. It has also been Men's Health Week this whole week and we have been active on Instagram raising awareness. So we decided to dedicate today's episode to men's health. We thought it would be interesting to touch up on some differences between men and women when it comes to health. Ask any guy and he'll tell you that men are the stronger sex. His reasoning is obvious. In general, men are bigger and more muscular than women. They can run faster, lift more, and throw things farther. Men might rule on the playing field, but in medical terms, it's a different story. According to the latest research on men's health by Harvard Medical School, men are the weaker sex when it comes to health. And there's really no single answer. It depends on a number of different things. This gap depends on complex mix of biological, social, and behavioral factors. Let's go over them individually to get a better picture. Looking at the biological factors, we're talking about genes, hormones, reproductive anatomy differences, and metabolism. When it comes to sex hormones, men actually have the edge. I'm going to leave this one to the expert to shed some light on it for us. And we have a special guest talking more on this subject today in a bit. Looking at the social factors, we're talking about all kinds of stressors from work to financial stress. Also, lack of social network and support, which is more common for men. The way men respond to stress is different. A number of studies have found that men display more evidence of fight or flight response to stress. Generally, the fight-or-flight response helps surviving a life-threatening situation, but that same heart-pumping, palm-sweating response is not so helpful for today's stress that's mostly psychological, say during a job interview or giving a speech or negotiating with a moody team. Scientists have found that when faced with stressful tasks, sections of male brain associated with vigilance and negative emotions fire up, suppressing activity in the brain associated with positive emotion and pleasure. And they're also generally less likely to talk about it or participate in any kind of stress relieving activities or get support. Looking at the behavioral factors, there is more tendency for risky behaviors for men, more aggression and violence, maybe more tendency for smoking, alcohol, and substance abuse. Their diet can be neglected sometimes, lack of exercise, and in general, lack of routine medical care. 
Most men are not as proactive as women when it comes to their health. And they just don't like seeing doctors unless they have to. Sorry guys, not picking on you here. The goal is just to raise more awareness. To stay healthy, the recommendations are the same for everybody. And we all know what they are. We just got to do them by making some healthy lifestyle choices, getting regular medical checkups, have a strong support network, and just get help when we need it. All right, I think that gives the general overview. Now it's time for our guest speaker for today. We were lucky to be able to connect with Dr. Alana Polo, owner of Polo Health and Longevity Center, an integrated health clinic in New Westminster, British Columbia. They offer extensive men's health services. Dr. Polo herself is a sought after expert in healthy weight loss, nutrition, hormonal imbalance, and the effects on stress on the body, in particular, the connection between stress and weight gain. She has been a featured expert for numerous news outlets, including Global Television BC, CTV Morning Breakfast Television, and CKNW. Her writing has appeared in Mind Body Green, Alive, The Huffington Post, and Green Met Info. She's also a sought-after speaker, sharing her wealth of knowledge on stages at medical conferences and seminars. Let's get started with Dr. Alana Polo. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Welcome. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Great. Thank you. We wanted to have this special episode on men's health on Father's Day. So, so grateful that you could join us as an expert in this area. We know there is differences between men and women, obviously, when it comes to health. I wanted to talk to you about these differences, um, some specific concerns you see often at your practice. And um, tell us, do men age differently? Talk to us a little bit about hormones. Um, So let's get started with what are some of the common health issues specific to men that you see? So that's a great question. Um, In my practice, we deal with a lot of hormonal imbalances and predominantly those are females. And so hormone balancing um, is definitely something that we need to do in both men and women, but their concerns are different. So in, in females, the, the plunge into menopause or perimenopause is really dramatic. Whereas in men, these sex hormone changes, you know, predominantly testosterone and DHEA, they're a little bit more gradual and men enter andropause, which is male menopause, um, anywhere after the age of roughly 40. So in those men, we're starting to see um, general fatigue, uh, reduced sexual desire and activity, uh, decreased spontaneous erections or erectile dysfunction. Some men start to get breast swelling uh, or fatty tissue deposits in the breast area. Uh, hair loss on the head, and some can also experience the hot flashing and night sweats, along Mm -hmm. with uh, loss of muscle mass. That's another really common one in aging men. Mm -hmm. Interesting, because we always talk about uh, menopause, but nobody ever talks about andropause. Um, And what's the rate that this testosterone uh, reduction happens for men? So in men, testosterone reduces or the levels decline on average of about 1% a year after age 40. 
And, you know, older men, they still have testosterone within a normal range and only 10 or 25% of men have levels considered to be low, but a lot of them aren't getting tested, right? So Mm -hmm. that's really biased in my opinion, because low testosterone levels in older men often go unnoticed, actually, Um, just because we're not checking, they're not going to the doctor, we're not doing their blood work. But many of them actually do have these symptoms of just lack of energy, lack of motivation and confidence, depressed mood, poor concentration, sleeplessness, you know, urinary problems, but they're not necessarily going to the doctor for that. That's true. Do you find that's common? That's a common thing with men not wanting to come to doctors? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. If I see a man, it's probably because his wife dragged him into my office because she recognized the symptoms. Right. Um, And then does this affect aging for men? Do Do men age similar to women? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, generally you could talk about the differences in in other hormones and cortisol levels and stress levels, and that all contributes to to aging, definitely. But I think, you know, in a lot of men who do have, you know, cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, blood sugar problems or metabolic or endocrine um, concerns, then that definitely ages men at a faster rate than those that are, you know, more active, they eat well, they prioritize sleep and relationships, you know, there's a big difference. So lifestyle, so we know lifestyle, um, and thanks for bringing that up. Uh, Lifestyle is important and affect all aspects of our health. Um, Can lifestyle help with hormones, with with testosterone? And if not, what helps? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, of course, lifestyle always helps. And, And before, you know, considering hormone replacement therapy, we always have to look at someone's lifestyle. So are they doing things that are contributing to their health, you know, alcohol consumption, uh, coffee consumption, not prioritizing sleep, not prioritizing exercise, being really stressed and not having an outlet. Those are all things that contribute to um, lower hormonal levels, right? But if you Mm -hmm. are doing all of those things and you're taking care of yourself and you're still having concerns, then after lifestyle, we do look at hormone replacement. And tell us a little bit about that, the hormonal replacement therapy for men. So I Yeah, in men, I mean, we use it very often in women with bioidentical hormones. And then in men, we send for blood work. We have an MD here, Dr. Blythe, who works at Polo Health, and he does all of our hormone balancing and our uh, low testosterone replacement therapy. So we send for blood work, checking all your hormonal levels, your testosterone, your DHEA, your liver function. And then if it's warranted, we put men on testosterone replacement therapy, which you know, can be done as a cream, it can be done as an injection, there's various different ways to take testosterone. And we follow up with them every so often to check that those levels are good. And we carry on with replacement therapy if it's needed. Great. And what's the what's the average age group you typically see for that? So I mean, it's changing, actually, a lot, you know, a few years ago, it was like 50 plus, you know, 50, 60 year olds and older. But now actually, we're seeing a lot of men like late 30s, early 40s, a few of my patients are noticing, um, you know, the reduced uh, sexual desire and breast swelling, uh, hair loss at a much earlier age, I actually just sent somebody to check their levels. And I think he was 41. And you know, some others are in their late 30s. So it's starting earlier. I think maybe just because there's more awareness. Mm -hmm. Do you think stress affects any of this? I wonder about that. 
Yes, definitely. Well, I, I can say 100%. Stress ages us quickly. There's something called a cortisol steal uh, when we're doc- talking about our stress hormone cortisol, and that steals from all of our other hormone levels. Because basically, when your body's under extreme stress, it has to pull from our reserves to keep the body going. And so it pulls from vitamin and mineral stores, it pulls from hormonal stores, the body does what it needs to do to keep it going in a, in a state of stress. So it does accelerate aging. Very good point. So stress reduction techniques is, is a huge part of, you know, lifestyle. Um, yes. <laughs> the problem is a lot of people can't get rid of their stress. You know, there might be work stress or financial stress or family stress. And, and it's, it's easier said than done to make those changes to get rid of stress in your life. So I think if you know that you have stress and that's not changing, then it's about how are you coping with that stress? How are you dealing with that stress? What is your outlet for that stress? And then what are you doing to take care of your body in the midst of that stress? So that's the question that, that I have with people. Very good point. And again, men are very common for not addressing their stress and getting help for it. Right. Is that what you guys find too? Yeah, they think they're fine. And, you know, they think they can deal with it and they're fine and they just power through. And that's all fine and good mentally, but physically the body takes yeah. a different toll. That's right. Um, I like to leave our listeners always with a takeaway from our conversation. So what would be one takeaway when it comes to men's health that you can leave us with? I think that the biggest thing I want to say to the men out there I think there needs to be an emphasis on being aware of your body, right? I think a lot of men are disconnected from their bodies um, in terms of, you know, how you're feeling, almost like checking in with your body every day and actually asking yourself, like, how do I feel? How is my energy? How is my mood? How do I sleep? You know, all the things that men brush off. But if I can give you one piece of advice, just start connecting the dots with your own body and check in with yourself a little more often than you would. Because I think the answers will become very clear when you start doing that. Very good advice. Thank you for that. And for those who are listening today, where can people find you and learn more from you? Um, We are at a clinic called Polo Health and Longevity Center in New Westminster. You can find us online at www.polohealth.com or, you know, Facebook, Instagram. We have all of those social media channels, but the website is a great resource for that. Excellent. Alana, thank you so much for being here. And I'm so thankful for this. Thanks for your time. Thank you for thinking of us and and reaching out. Well, folks, you all heard it. As things now stand, men are from Mars, women from Venus. But gentlemen who get their planets aligned correctly can enjoy the best of both worlds and good health right here on Earth. So guys, if you had to pick one thing that you could change today to be healthier, what would that be? And ladies, if you could support your man in his health journey, what would that look like? You've been listening to Prompt Health Podcast. You can follow Prompt Health on Instagram. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you've been listening to this right now and subscribe for free if you like listening to episodes like this. We would love to hear from you and your rating and reviews would mean a world to us. You can find similar episodes every Sunday. Until next time.